This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, and Joe Biden bumbles, gaffs, lies his way through the State of the Union as Jill Biden kisses other dudes right on the lips. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Donald Trump, give stunning State of the Union responses along with Marjorie Taylor Greene having a troll balloon. Ladies and gentlemen, we cover all of it today. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Wow. What did we see yesterday? We saw the America that I've always wanted. Have you, ladies and gentlemen, ever sat down and nerded out by watching C-SPAN 4, Prime Minister's Questions? In England, merry old England, what they have is a system where they drag their prime minister, their, their president, parliamentary system, a little different, but they drag this guy by the scruff of the neck down to the well of the house And then people, like, scream at him and throw stuff at him. They, like, pick up bricks and they pick up gavels and they're chucking stuff. And the prime minister had to sit there and, like, duck and cover and and get yelled at and get beat to a bloody pulp. And that's good. It's good to have energy. It's good to have behind you someone and something, a movement. It's good to have fear and it's good to have fight and it's good to have a little bit of gunpowder in your gut. And that's what we saw last night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, not from Joe Biden, but from the Republican Party. We saw a bit of gunpowder. We saw a bit of iron in the spine. We saw a bit of uh, kick in the legs as it twere. And I love seeing that. It's good. Joe Biden got the business. Joe Biden got dragged down to the well of the house and he got the business from Republicans. He got shouted down multiple times. He got trolled. He got screamed at a bunch. And Joe Biden, instead of acting like some type of pontifical magisterial king, as though he's some god descending upon the upper chamber. Listen, the way the Constitution is written is the first article of the Constitution is Congress. The second article of the Constitution meaning the lesser chamber of power is the executive. Congress has more power than the president. By every measure, we are wildly out of whack as a country. And so this uh, regal, uh, uh, performative, uh, the the president prances down and everybody claps like a lobotomized seal at SeaWorld. Give me a fish, give me a fish. No, man. That's not the way it should be. Last night was a brawl, and that's good. You should want that. That's cool. That's good for your country. You should want a bit of a brawl. You should want people to have a bit of like a, a bit of a, a, a scruff on their neck and not have glass jaws. And that's what we saw. And so you should be proud. And we're going to actually break it down for you. We're proud of our party this morning. We're not always, we're not often actually proud of the Republican Party. But we're proud of some of the fighters ladies and gentlemen, from last night. And we have a lot to fight against. Wow, it's someone's finally finally figured out what time it is, that the American people are pissed off and that we have a lot to fight against. And so, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring you through 
the bumbling, fumbling, total buffoonery of Joe Biden, the deeply creepy and deeply uh, cut Joe Biden. And what do you mean by cucked? Well, the first thing that happened at the State of the Union was Jill Biden took her Alice Cooper lips and wrapped them around the face of Kamala Harris's husband. Super weird. Here's the moment. Okay, gross. <laughs> super, super duper gross, ladies and gentlemen. But very, I mean... Weird. I mean, again, these are the people who are supposed to be your moral betters. Uh, again, it's just completely strange. And maybe this is why Joe Biden was so angry throughout the entire speech. Maybe this is why Joe Biden couldn't modulate his voice. Joe Biden was screaming and yelling the entire time. New York Post cover this morning said it absolutely beautifully. Liar in chief, Joe Lydon. Joe Biden was lying the entire speech and yelling the entire speech. And it was such a derivative, vicious, partisan tact. Joe Biden knows one trick. He's this old, old, crusty circus animal. And he knows a single trick. And he's used that trick all throughout his Senate career. He He's used that trick all throughout his time as vice president for Joe, for Donald uh, Donald Trump for Barack Obama. And he used that trick all throughout now the two years plus of his presidency. And that trick is divisive, lying, screeching rhetoric. Do you remember when Joe Biden looked at a black audience and said Mitt Romney's going to put all of you back in chains? This is Joe Biden. Joe Biden, the guy who actually fought Corn Pop with the chain. Oh, we'll get to that. There's some breaking news on Corn Pop, actually, ladies and gentlemen, that you should know. But Joe Biden has used a single rule his entire political life, which is to demonize and to divide. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this matched perfectly the uh, introductory performance, which is Sam Smith gyrating as obese Satan uh, at the Grammys. That happened 48 hours ago, followed up by this performance of Joe Biden, who is totally in favor of abortion up to the point of birth and then after birth. Remember, Democrats were very clear that they are in favor of abortion after birth, post-birth abortion. Democrats are down with that. Joe Biden is sitting there claiming that the biggest threat to all of our children is airline fees and that children shouldn't be treated as baggage. Give me a break. We can stop service fees on tickets to concerts and sporting events and make companies disclose all the fees up front. And we'll prohibit airlines from charging $50 round trip for family just to be able to sit together. Baggage fees are bad enough. Airlines can't treat your child like a piece of baggage. Americans are tired of being... Treat airlines like a piece of baggage. Dude, you're the guy who employed Sam Brinton. Do you remember the guy who stole women's luggage? He was your nuclear waste advisor. He's the first non-binary historic member of an administration. And he hunted women through the airport and stole their luggage and then wore it for sport. Do you remember that guy? The, the hubris of this man to sit there and to talk about people being treated like baggage. When he himself is 
in favor, again, standing athwart his church and athwart his pope, Joe Biden, fake Catholic, is in favor of the mass murder of children. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of murder, there, of course, isn't a single crisis or catastrophe or tragedy in American life that Democrats can't somehow weaponize and use for political gain. Doesn't matter if it's Paul Pelosi's hammer attack or if it's Tyree Nichols's murder at the hands of police officers, five black police officers inside the Democrat-controlled city of Memphis. Tyree Nichols was murdered by five black police officers inside of the Democrat-controlled superstate of Memphis. Memphis has a Democrat mayor. Memphis has a Democrat city manager. Memphis has a Democrat police commissioner. Memphis has a Democrat city council. Memphis is the one blue city inside of all of Tennessee. Put up an electoral map of Tennessee, blood red block of a state, and then there's a teeny little blue dot, and that's Memphis. So you're talking about the one principality inside of the state that is Democrat, And Joe Biden is somehow able to weaponize this family's pain with this tragedy and say that Hunter Biden would never have to worry about the cops. Joe Biden may actually be right there about Hunter Biden's white privilege. We'll get to that. Watch. Imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Imagine having to worry whether your son or daughter came home from walking down the street, playing in the park or just driving a car. Most of us in here have never had to have the talk, the talk that brown and black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, Ashley, my children, I never had to have the talk with them. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Imagine having to worry like that every single time. Your kid got in a car. Wait, okay, so are are you trying to make the case that white people don't get killed by the police? I can read off a list of names, and we'll probably just go and do that, actually. Why don't we go and find a list of names of white people who were summarily killed by police officers just over the past year? You're trying to make the case that police officers don't either make mistakes or make egregious mistakes and kill? You know, what's wild about Joe Biden saying that is that Ashley Babbitt was killed just a few feet from where Joe Biden was standing there by a black police officer, a white woman who was a veteran, who was unarmed, was murdered because of her political opinions inside of where Joe Biden is standing right there. I didn't see Ashley Babbitt's mother invited to the State of the Union. I didn't see Ashley Babbitt memorialized. Curious that Joe Biden somehow making it a racial issue when five black police officers uh, kill another black man inside of a Democrat-controlled superstate stronghold. The, the viciousness and the depravity of this degenerate man, this old, degenerate, seething creep. He is a nasty, nasty man. He's a dirty man. Joe Biden is a dirty old man. Speaking of dirty old men, Paul Pelosi was there last night and got applauded. For what? For standing in his underwear while a nudist Green Party member who's clearly high on drugs, was standing there inside of his house with him, grinning while the cops were there. Paul Pelosi made himself a drink. Paul Pelosi, like, bumbling and talking to the 911 operators. Again, they've released the footage, and it still leaves us with quite a few questions. Even the DA of San Francisco saying, Paul Pelosi's going to have to answer questions for um, his strange behavior that night. But somehow, this, this makes Paul Pelosi a political hero, 
because they can just straight up lie to your face, even when the crystal clear images have been released of what happened with Paul Pelosi, which is very curious and very strange and very odd. And we feel bad that he was attacked and we don't want anyone to ever get hurt. But to make this somehow a political point scoring game just shows the absolute malevolence and viciousness of these people. They're dirty, dirty people. Watch. The last few years, our democracy has been threatened and attacked, put at risk, put to the test in this very room on January the 6th. And then just a few months ago, an unhinged big lie, assailing unleashed a political violence, the home of the then Speaker of the House of Representatives, using the very same language the insurrectionists used as they stalked these halls and chanted on January 6th. Here tonight in this chamber is a man who bears the scars of that brutal attack, but is as tough and as strong and as resilient as they get. My friend Paul Pelosi. Paul, stand up. But such a heinous act should have never happened. We must all speak out. There's no place for political violence in America. We have to protect the right to vote, not suppress the fat fundamental right. Should have never happened. Dude, this guy was an illegal criminal migrant. This guy should have never been in America. The reason that Paul Pelosi attack happened in part was because this illegal immigrant was allowed to stay because of sanctuary city rules. He lived in Berkeley inside of a house with a BLM sign on it and a marijuana flag, gay pride flag mixed together. This man was a Green Party member, according to his children, according to his neighbors. This man was a progressive leftist, clearly out of his mind, clearly on drugs. And Paul Pelosi was sitting there grinning at the cops, not declaring an emergency and not running into police custody to save himself during the attack. I mean, it's very strange. The entire thing is strange. But this shows the ability to put you in bizarro world and to try and manufacture a reality. Even when there is crystal clear imagery released of Paul Pelosi's attack. And again, we feel bad for the guy and nobody should ever be hit with a hammer. But to claim that this is somehow like some MAGA right-wing Republican that was doing this and that Paul Pelosi is a political hero standing athwart political violence is like the total and complete banality of truth. And you started to see the wheels come off with Joe Biden's uh, uh, speech kind of like halfway through. Sundown syndrome really affected this old man. And he started to get sleepy. He started to get drooly. And he started to get yelly. Like when he yelled randomly for absolutely no reason about Xi Jinping. Who would trade places with Who? Dude, somebody get this man pills. Watch. Autocracy is growing weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. America's rallying. Okay, so why are you yelling? Maybe you're maybe you're yelling maybe he's yelling because he looked up in the in the balcony and he saw this. Maybe he's yelling because he looked up in the balcony and he saw Jill Biden. Uh she is doing her uh best impression of Grimace, uh the McDonald's character, um, and Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper cross dressing as Grimace uh from McDonald's. Uh, and, and that's why, uh, Joe Biden was yelling. Also speaking of yelling, Jill Biden in a, uh, leaked video from the white house complaining that there was no alcohol. Uh, okay. 
Sounds like you got your priorities right, you old, you old Sauvignon Blanc wine lady. Watch. So, anyway, I hope you have a good rest of the night. Did they bring alcohol in here? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's alcohol. Eggs are twelve dollars a dozen, but Jill Biden's at the White House going, no alcohol. <laughs> oh, no one can afford milk. Joe Biden's giving a speech about how people use Wi-Fi at McDonald's. But Jill Biden's at the White House going, no alcohol. This is the Marie Antoinette moment. We're going to make that clip famous. This is the let them eat cake moment. Uh, like a classic Chardonnay mom who has no idea that her husband is grifting from the communist Chinese and the Ukrainians through his crackhead kid to get her multiple beach houses. Joe Biden owns multiple beach houses. Stashing classified documents in all of them. And Joe Biden, of course, forgets all of it because Joe Biden doesn't know how to speak the English language because sundown syndrome, ladies and gentlemen, when the sun is down, when the sun is down, boy, uh, this old timer, he don't know where to go. Joe Biden saying, and the best part of this clip, uh, watch very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, this is my favorite clip from the night. My favorite clip from the night. Watch Democrats listen to Joe Biden clearly not say English words. And then they all clap like they were some type of like they were some type of AI NPC experiment bot. Go. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of resilient jobs, I will veto it. (laughs) We. He's going to veto of You know what? The other day I was walking down the street and I was like, you know, to my wife, uh, darling, what would really make this town better is if we were able to have more Tzitzikian dubs. For she That would make that would make life a lot better. And my wife was like, absolutely, honey. I'm going to run for city council, and we're going to make sure that we veto all the true international pressure. Ladies and gentlemen, it is such a disgrace, and there's only so much lying, and there's only so much degrading racial epithets. Joe Biden's a racist. I mean, he's a creepy old predator racist. This is a man who is utilizing uh, 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 very strange left-wing attacks uh, against Paul Pelosi, attacks like tragedies that happen inside of left-wing cities. He's weaponizing all of it, all of it, including the Chinese spy balloon that he allowed to traverse the nation and take photos of our military installations uh, uh, along with hoovering up your cell phone, da- whatever it did. Apparently this thing was rigged with explosives. Joe Biden allowing this thing to traverse the nation and somehow acting strong against Xi Jinping. There's only so much gaslighting you can take until you go nuts. And that's where gaslighting comes from. Gaslighting comes from literally a story about a guy lowering the gaslight in his house to make his wife go insane. And people actually went insane. Finally, the GOP just like stood up and sh- and like called Joe Biden a liar to his face. And it was just one member. 
It was just one guy. It was like the entire caucus screamed at Joe Biden. And Kevin McCarthy was like, what up, dude? What up? Dude, you're, you're an old lying jackwad. You're an old lying jackwagon. What am I going to what am I going to tell you? You're a lint liquor. Watch the GOP finally turn on Joe. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. <laughs> Do you see Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee at the end of that? This is amazing. Well done. By the way, Mike Lee is possibly joining the show. We'll see. He is. Um, everyone is very, very busy this morning. There's a huge Twitter hearing going on. We're going to have updates for you on that later in the show. But there's a massive Twitter hearing going on right now. And a lot of the people, a lot of our favorites and a lot of our friends are in oversight or on the government weaponization committees. And so they cannot join us. Mike Lee in the Senate is going to try. Everyone's doing big committee hearings this morning. They schedule a lot of stuff right after the State of the Union because everyone's in town and everyone is riled up. And the GOP was rowdy and riled up last night. That's not the only time that the entire chamber turned against Joe Biden and watched him fill his depends in fear. Joe Biden was talking about the border. He had the hubris to talk about China, to talk about baggage on airplanes, to talk about uh, tragedies and, and deaths and political attacks inside of Democrat strongholds like San Francisco and Memphis. Joe Biden had the hubris, the bloody cheek to try and turn all of those things against Republicans. This vicious, old, diseased man. Joe Biden is a cancer on our body politic. He's a parasite. But him talking about the border, I mean, maybe, maybe takes the cake. Joe Biden tried to talk about how good he's been on the border and the entire house collapsed. Watch. Doug, we're with you. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. Big. You got it. So let's launch a major surge to stop fentanyl production in the sale and traffic. So there are so many absolutely despicable things that Joe Biden did, but I believe chiefly among them is bringing in victims of fentanyl, sitting parents up in the gallery who've had children die of fentanyl, probably by accident. The children didn't ask for fentanyl. Children uh, probably took it by accident, didn't know what they were taking. Uh, it's not to excuse uh, necessarily um, the taking of drugs, but like the, no, these these kids are not trying to, to kill themselves. Okay, this stuff is laced. They they they, they lace 
the type of edibles or other th- uh, recreational uh, uh, pills that kids may, might take to kill them. This is a mass murder, a genocide attempted by our global enemy, China. Now, Joe Biden didn't call out China, coward, for doing this. China creates all the fentanyl. Joe Biden didn't call out the open borders and the cartels that then ship the fentanyl into our community. Uh, Joe Biden then utilized as props parents who have lost their children due to Joe Biden's specific policies, due to the specific and targeted policies of Joe Biden, allowing our global enemy to poison us and fly spy balloons over us. And the entire chamber erupted good on the GOP for calling him out on this bull bull. It is enough to make your blood boil. And it's good. The fight is good. It is valuable to call these people out to their faces. I am loving what I'm seeing inside of the GOP. You can see Kevin McCarthy's face in these clips. Watch Kevin McCarthy's face in these clips. He's like, it's great. I like it. I like the fight. It's a good battle. Now, I'm old enough to remember when a member of Congress once yelled at Barack Obama. And this guy was like castigated from the GOP. His name was Joe Wilson. He did this to Barack Obama, uh, I think, nigh on like 10 years ago. There are also those who claim that our reform efforts would ensure illegal immigrants. This, too, is false. The reforms, the reforms I'm proposing would not apply to those who are here illegal. It's not true. And one more misunderstanding I want to clear up. Under our plan, no federal dollars will be used to fund abortions, and federal conscience laws will remain in place. Now, So that was Republican trolling circa the mid-2000s. Joe Wilson saying, you lie there, pretty clearly, screaming, you lie, alone, by himself. Now, that was seen as a huge scandal. That was a wall-to-wall, multiple-day scandal. What I like is that the president is being kicked down a notch. You should be able to scream in the president's face, you lie. You should be able to view the president not as a god or a deity as somebody, or somebody who has like the divine right to rule. We're not ruled by kings. We fought an entire revolutionary war to get rid of kingly rule, aristocracies, and oligarchies. We, ladies and gentlemen, did not like taxation without representation. These people are just like us. They are us. In fact, they're the worst of us, to be quite honest with you. Check out this, check out this image, by the way, like the choose your fighter image from our Congress. I mean, these are the people that make up your Congress. Okay, look at this. You have Duckbill Platypus, Bernie Sanders, socialist Duckbill Platypus. You have Elizabeth Warren wearing a crayon, presumably maybe to, you know, like, I I don't know, stick it in her hair and pretend that she's an Indian later on. Uh, You have creepy old librarian Rosa DeLauro from Connecticut with purple hair. Um, uh, Talking about your late fees. And and then you have an Adams family member up at the top, who has no idea where he is or what is happening. These are the people who make up the Democratic caucus. And there's some major embarrassments to the Republican Party, uh, but the this is what we're fighting against. These are the, all of the kids that you would pick on at school. Uh, these are all of the uh, losers in your class, the liars, the race hoaxers. Um, and this is why America is in such a depraved state right now. It is certainly incumbent upon us to return a little bit of normalcy 
and a little bit, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of maybe our values to how things run and not to abdicate. And so that is why we like fighters, because we actually are in a fight. Now, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, last State of the Union, started the process of starting to kick down a notch. These uh, these presidents who fancy themselves as gods who come down there and you're not allowed to talk to them. You're not allowed to disagree with them. You're supposed to let the king walk down the red carpet and give the magisterial address. Wrong. Last day of the union, MTG and Lauren Boebert screamed, build the wall. Good for them. Watch. For order to advance liberty and justice, we need to secure our border and fix the immigration system. Build the wall. And on a uh, darker note, they also screamed, 13 of them, when Joe Biden was talking about how great he is with U.S. military, how how special he is with U.S. military, and m- uh, undoubtedly bringing up his son, Bo Biden, who didn't die in combat and who died tragically of brain cancer, but n- not in combat, as Joe Biden likes to lie, to talk about how craven, how depraved, and how utterly duplicitous these people are, how filthy, how dirty they are. Lying about your son's death, man. I mean, truly, how sunken do you need to be? Lauren Boebert yelling 13 of them when reminding Joe Biden that he ordered 13 American service members to their death in Afghanistan. Watch. And they come home. Many of the world's fittest and best trained warriors in the world. Never the same. Headaches, numbness, dizziness. A cancer that would put them in a flag draped coffin. I know. One of those. Boom, baby. Good for you, Lauren Boebert. Absolutely spectacular. Spectacular. 13 of them, Lauren Boebert, accurately said to the 13 American soldiers, service members who did not have to die. Joe Biden just decided to retreat in Afghanistan and to sacrifice American lives to a terrorist organization. And it's not the first one. Terrorists reign and run across our borders every single day. Members of individuals, members of terrorist organizations and individuals on the terrorist watch list pour across our borders to commit all acts, all all manner of like depraved darkness that we that are unfathomable against us in this country because of Joe Biden. Historians will look on Joe Biden and they will say that he allowed America to be invaded not just from the ground, but from the skies. Joe Biden allowing a Chinese spy balloon, again, to spy on you to complete its mission before he let the Chinese spy balloon sleep with Eric Swalwell, named it Fang Fang, and then Eric Swalwell, little prick, was able to poke it. And then, pop, the balloon goes down. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to troll Joe Biden by bringing a balloon to the State of the Union yesterday. We thought this was absolutely, mwah, good job. Just an innocent white boy. Boom. Too bad she didn't get in uh, and on to the floor, but we thought it was pretty amazing. Reporters on the Hill saying that Marjorie Taylor Greene attempted to bring the balloon in was told she could not uh, against whatever, some type of rule or something. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we did see Joe Biden get lost inside of the uh, well of the House of Representatives. He, even though Joe Biden has served Uh, Since the Neolithic age uh, in the Senate, Joe Biden still didn't know where he was going and got lost after delivering his rambling, lying, screaming address, bumbling, fumbling. 
yelling, watching his wife kiss other dudes. Joe Biden didn't know where he was. Sundown syndrome, man. It's a bitch. Go. So even the horned showman uh, on January 6th knew where to go uh, when he was at the in the well of the Capitol. Uh, Joe Biden not knowing uh, where to go. Uh, maybe that guy can show Joe Biden around once he's out of prison. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, also a extra humiliation added to Joe Biden that he was the last guy in the hall of uh, uh, Congress. Joe Biden was the last person to to leave. That's never a good look, right? Joe Biden was the last person to leave the party. He was like hanging around far too long. Uh, once you see the close up shots of Joe Biden, uh, it's very easy to tell that he is like a deeply diseased individual. Uh, Joe Biden was the last guy at the party last night and uh, kind of embarrassing for the president of the United States. Check it out. And it took President Biden 20 minutes to get from the podium out the door. All right. So that was Joe Biden leaving. You see Joe Biden was the last guy there. Not a good look. Nobody really wanting to meet with him. Nobody really wanted to shake his hands. An empty hall uh, as Joe Biden sort of wobbled, wobbled out the door. And we can all tell that Joe Biden is uh, not in great shape. You can see by the way he walks. You can see by the way he talks. You can see by his policies that Joe Biden is just deeply, deeply, abidingly not what America wants right now. And was refreshingly put in stark relief when Sarah Sanders popped on screen and gave her rebuttal to Joe Biden's State of the Union. It was a refreshing, uh, crisp, like opening up a Sprite, right? In one of those old commercials. Ah, it's delightful. Sarah Sanders uh, was on screen with her rebuttal from the governor's mansion in Arkansas, Little Rock, and um, she did an incredible job. It's sort of like uh, showed a spiritual side, a dark versus light, and really like went in on what uh, the differences in the forms of governance are. It was a beautiful thing to hear. Have a listen. I'll be the first to admit President Biden and I don't have a lot in common. I'm for freedom. He's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. And at 80, He's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. So Joe Biden has major flagging polls right now. The vast preponderance of Americans do not believe that this country is headed in the right direction. Joe Biden has been underwater in his approval rating ever since Afghanistan. He has stayed underwater for the last 18 months. Joe Biden is not gaining in approval. He's losing in approval. And people are saying outright that this country is headed in the wrong direction. Sarah Sanders bringing that sort of darkness into a spiritual sense, talking about the rituals of leftism. The rituals that you must worship our flags, every flag but the American flag. Kind of a stark relief to actually look at the members of Congress there. You saw more Ukrainian flags, depending on the shot, depending on which, like whether you're seeing the Biden administration officials or the Democrat side, you see more Ukraine flags than you see American flags. And that's a real problem. A lot of them wearing the close ups were really shocking seeing this morning. A lot of them wearing abortion pins with the O on abortion being a heart. I mean, it is a sadistic, satanic ritual that these people are all part of. It Again, Sam Smith's performance at the Grammys was just the opening act. Joe Biden sort of came in over the top to give you the Satanist worldview on all of this. Uh, and Sarah Sanders making absolutely 
absolutely uh, pulling absolutely no punches in stating that this is, in fact, a spiritual battle. And we are not going to worship your Black Sabbath. Beautiful. Watch. And while you reap the consequences of their failures, the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. All while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. That's not normal. It's crazy. And it's wrong. What have I said, ladies and gentlemen, we must start viewing the world through a spiritual warfare lens. The major flaws of the previous generations is that they did not view the American government through a spiritual lens. John Adams and George Washington both agreed, two of our, our two first presidents, both agreed that America is set forth for a moral people and this country won't work. If you have a secularist, humanist, or neo-Marxist group of individuals that are going to demand that you worship their false idols, as Sarah Sanders just said. And so her framing there is perfection. That's just beauty. Mm, ah, it's just wonderful. Ah, it's just great to see that sort of seep in because that's going to rock people at their core. You want a revival in America? That's how you get it. You start framing things correctly. The previous generations allowed Roe v. Wade to happen. They allow, like, why is it, why is it that you're extremely Christian grandparents, when they were in control of 90% of the country, their worldview, right? I'm not talking Republican, Democrats. I'm talking their moral worldview was in control of 90% of the country. These degenerates hadn't taken root yet. They were stuck in little pockets at little creepy Marxist uh, concentration camps and college campuses. Why is it that there wasn't a permanent march in Washington, D.C., and demands for Congress to overturn Roe v. Wade. Why? It's because our ancestors did not view this as a spiritual battle. But their ancestors sure did. The people who founded this nation sure did. We just got away from it. They became fat and happy. I'm not trying to blame your sweet, dear old grandparents, but I am trying to say they got to understand what time it is. And you got to understand how evil works. And exactly how desperate evil is, right, to destroy this place. Sarah Sanders understands it, and she understands that weakness is going to destroy America, chiefly, among anything else. And she went hard in on Joe Biden's weakness uh, last night in her response. Again, a masterclass here by Sarah. Go. Beyond our border from Afghanistan to Ukraine, from North Korea to Iran, President Biden's weakness puts our nation and the world at risk. And the president's refusal to stand up to China, our most formidable adversary, is dangerous and unacceptable. President Biden is unwilling to defend our border, defend our skies, and defend our people. He is simply unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. Unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. Strong words from Sarah Sanders. Well done. You all remember Sarah Sanders, of course, as the White House press secretary. Uh, she was just a brawler in that role. And we're very, very proud of Sarah. We know Sarah very well. We are working with Sarah to hop on the show, uh, perhaps later in the week. 
and it would be really nice to chat with her about this and about her response. We thought it was an absolute powerful one, along with Donald Trump, who released his own State of the Union response. went like this. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. So Donald Trump, of course, dropping the boom. Donald Trump giving a very, very different State of the Union speech in much shorter State of the Union speeches. Donald Trump's State of the Union speeches were some of the shortest, which is very interesting because you've all heard Donald Trump go on for hours, right, uh, at speeches. It's really powerful when you have truth on your side and when you do not have to lie. Donald Trump did not have to lie about his accomplishments. Donald Trump did not have to lie about being a ball gag China simp, getting dog walked by Xi Jinping around that old palace in Beijing. You don't have to lie about your sons and their corrupt business dealings. You don't have to lie about uh, deaths and tragedies and attacks. You know, it's wild. And, and, you know, what what was very interesting about uh, Donald Trump's State of the Union speeches, and we've actually dug through a couple of old clips and we've been posting some old clips, is that Donald Trump's State of the Union speeches uh, was uplifting, soaring rhetoric, bringing people together, tempting the left. There was one time when Donald Trump got the entire uh, the entire well of the chamber, including like the squad, to like stand up and like applaud for him. I think it was some line about female representation uh, in Congress, something like that. Um, or in the workforce, something like that. Uh, but anyway, even the squad member, like AOC is like sitting there clapping for Donald Trump. There was no moment like that last night. Why? Well, because Joe Biden has lost his chance. Joe Biden was elected in order to become that man because the media lied to, to, to the country, not to you. You're smart enough. If you're watching this, you're smart enough or you're a reformed Democrat. Uh, but they lied and they said that Donald Trump was the man dividing us. When actually you go back and you listen to Donald Trump's rhetoric and it is this deeply soaring and uplifting stuff that even got Democrats to applaud for him. The viciousness uh, of of Joe Biden, the cake's been baked. Like Joe Biden's done. People know who he is. No amount of lying and no amount of drugs they can pump into his system. I don't know which Joe Biden we saw last night. 
the human exoskeleton was not staying on well, okay? His lizard, his, like, you know, was not sticking really well to his lizard skin by the end of the night. You see the drooping starting to happen. You can hear the slurring. But it doesn't matter how much, whatever drugs they pump the man full of, he's done. He's, like, people know who he is. His viciousness, his nastiness, and his dirtiness has seeped through, and people are now aware who Joe Biden is. And so now you get responses like MTG's response, which was an absolute flamethrower. And this went viral, MTG uh, getting a response directly from uh, the planet, uh, the planet Hoff. Go. I just got back to my office after listening to the State of the Union with Joe Biden. And part of the time we couldn't really understand what he was saying as he was yelling at people, um, yelling through the applause and mumbling through his words. Some of the things that we did here didn't make any sense. Joe Biden claimed to care about the border and talked about fentanyl deaths, which is the number one cause of young people ages 18 to 45, but yet has no plan to secure the border. And frankly, we all know he doesn't care about the border because Joe wants the border wide open. That's the whole problem with Joe. We also heard him talk about McDonald's non-compete fees. Well, I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I don't hear anybody at home worrying about these terrible fights between different um, fast food companies. Joe Biden did talk a lot about communism, though, and controlling private companies. And I think that's something that should concern every single American and every single business owner. The one thing he did not talk about was the one thing he should have talked about. He should have apologized to America for the Chinese spy balloon that he allowed to traverse across our country, spy on our military bases, spy on our food factories, spy on our cities, spy on our entire country. They knew about it on January 28th, still allowed it to enter our airspace, spy on our country, and never did a damn thing about it until it left our country on February 4th. Joe Biden is weak. Joe Biden can't stand up to China. Joe Biden cannot protect our country. He can't protect our borders. And Joe Biden doesn't know anything he's talking about. What's the iron law of leftism? The iron law of leftism is that you must accuse your enemy of doing exactly that which you are doing. Nancy Pelosi calls it plainly. She calls it the wrap-up smear. You manufacture a lie about your enemy, and then you merchandise it through the press, which we own, Democrats. So they manufactured a lie that Donald Trump was divisive, wherein actual Donald Trump's policies and say what you want about the man's personality. Donald Trump's policies were deeply popular with the American people, deeply popular. I lived inside of a very worn down area of Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. This was a predominantly black neighborhood. I was the only white person on my block. There were gangbangers, there were drug addicts, and there were criminals that lived up and down the block. And I remember one of these people in particular who was a felon coming and dancing down the road, giving me a big hug. We tried our best to be friends with everyone, giving me a huge hug. His name was Wellington uh, because he finally got a job. Why? Because Donald Trump's economy was so good and Donald Trump's tax policies were so good that Denny's hired him to be a waiter. He was the guy who sat people at their tables at Denny's. And he was so excited that like a corporation, a big company that people know and like flapjacks, syrup, hash browns. Fried eggs. He was so excited that Denny's hired him. This is a man, like, big man, like, sitting there, like, joyously jumping in my, like, like, like jumping in my arm, nearly knocking me over. That is the result. That is the real world result of a Donald Trump economy. And so say what you want about the dude's Twitter. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not. But Donald Trump's policies were for everyone. 
And that is why Donald Trump in his state of the union is very important to do flashbacks here because they bury you in bad news and they try and get you to forget how good we had it. Donald Trump got the entire chamber to stand up and applaud. You weren't supposed to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute banger from Donald Trump. Watch. No one has benefited more from a thriving economy than women who have filled 58% of the newly created jobs last year. supposed to do that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Doesn't it warm your heart? They should play that every morning on public access television to show you that there is a way for Ilhan Omar and Rashida Taleb and AOC to applaud for Donald Trump. And to point at each other and for Donald Trump to be like, you ain't supposed to do that. And the only person sitting back there, nasty ass, is Nancy Pelosi. Mm. Nancy Pelosi sitting back there. Mm. I'll get you, my pretty. And what she, who is she saying that to? Well, Nancy Pelosi is saying that to a massive, lukewarm, room temperature bottle of Smirnoff, handle of Smirnoff. That's sitting there under her chair. I'll get you, my pretty. And boy, she got it. And Nancy Pelosi went on TV. And I think she was. Wow. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll play it for you. And, and, and I guess I'll let you decide. Watch. <laughs> the um, uh, issues that relate to fen fen fentanyl, yeah. fentanyl, but also mental health issues that sort of relate to that. <laughs> This is that way they take the, uh, you know, my, 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 uh, yeah, uh, uh, MAGA, MAGA bad. Lady, like, retire, be done, okay? Retire, be done, and, you know, pray to Jesus that the Republican Congress doesn't become so based that they start to look into your stock trades and your, uh, uh, your illegal insider trading that has made your family Hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. But of course we should, ladies and gentlemen. Republicans in Congress are going beast mode. They're going beast mode right now, actually. And as the show has been ongoing, there is a uh, hearing that is happening. Hearing that is happening inside of Congress where Vijaya Gade, the head of trust and safety inside of Twitter, Yoel Roth, the guy who was the uh, simp, De the deep state, the the deep state lap boy, surgic face surgically attached to the ass of the CIA and the FBI. This guy is currently getting roasted in front of Congress at a Twitter hearing. Ladies and gentlemen, Republicans, I mean, 
We're more we we get more pissed off with regularity of the Republican Party than we do the Democrat Party. And the reason why is because Democrats will you've heard me say this. Democrats will stab you in the face. Republicans will stab you in the back. But we are very proud of the Republican Party as of late because boy howdy have they been uh, delivering for us in Congress, including but not limiting limited to uh, the wild hearing that is ongoing right now. Uh, we're going to bring you up to speed actually on this hearing. Twitter executives facing GOP grilling over banning Hunter Biden laptop. Nazi tweets. What's going on here? Here's Joel Roth under the uh, hot lights in Congress. Go. Gentleman yields back. I'll recognize myself now for questioning. The Biden family investigation begins with the story of how big tech, the media, former intelligence agents and the Bidens themselves suppressed the story of Hunter Biden's laptop weeks before the 2020 election. Today, we're hearing from Twitter executives who buried the New York Post laptop story, claiming it violated the platform's hacked materials policy. In reality, the Twitter executives were hostile towards conservatives and biased towards anyone who opposed their points of view. For example, Mr. Roth, did you write this tweet? I regret the language that I used in some of my former tweets, but yes, I did post that. And I'll read the tweet so it's in the record. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Mr. Roth, do you think all conservatives are Nazis? Certainly not, sir. What about the hundreds of people who worked in the Trump administration? Certainly not. Did Ms. Gaddy or any other lawyer at Twitter ever tell you to take down that tweet? No, Twitter did not have a practice of restricting employees sharing their personal viewpoints on the service. Okay. Turning back to the... So you think all conservatives are Nazis, huh? Yul Roth. Oh, man. Oh, this is getting juicy. Yul Roth is being made to squirm like the worm that he is by the great Jim Jordan. Get a, get a load of this and, and, and prepare, ladies and gentlemen. It's February. It's February. Congress just got seated. We're in for a lot of this. The GOP is just getting their uh, dry powder out. Jim Jordan going after Yul Rothko. You got the government saying your terms of service, which don't have to comply with the First Amendment, but the government saying we don't think these accounts comply with your terms of service. Please take them down. You see a problem there, Mr. Mr. Roth? Mr. Chairman, I'm seeing a flashing red light. I'm happy to answer the question. Um, do I think that that's a valuable use of the FBI's time? No, but I don't see in a request for review a problem under the First Amendment. No, I sure do. I, I, I thank the gentleman. I get back. I'm not a huge sports fan, but I know what a strong bench means, whether it's basketball or football or any sport. If you have people, players that are learning and that are accelerating their skills uh, and that are able to compete, man, it is a very, very good thing uh, for a team. And that is what the Republicans are doing right now. Republicans have an incredible squad, pardon the phraseology there, of great players that are learning and are honing their skills and are growing muscle and are uh, going to be superstars. Byron Donalds is one of them. He's from Florida. Byron Donalds dropping the hammer. Go. Thank you so much. Uh, Ms. Gaddy, real quick, you said uh, to the chairman earlier, and, and, and I want to paraphrase what I heard earlier, is that Twitter had no contact with anybody from the Biden team. Is that correct to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Put that up for me. Okay, over my right shoulder, we have an email. Reference, this is, this is Saturday, October 24th, uh, 5.39 p.m., referencing five different tweets this is a, a, with a Twitter email chain. Under the line, it's 
more to review from the Biden team. Does anybody have a comment on how much interaction was happening with the Biden team at Twitter with respect to tweets that they wanted Twitter to review? Ms. Gaddy, Mr. Roth? I'm not familiar with this email. So you're not familiar with this email, Mr. Roth? Are you familiar with this email? Only from what's been reported in the Twitter files. Had you, did you ever have contact with anybody from the Biden team? No, sir, I did not. We explicitly separated the teams that would interact with campaigns from teams like mine that were responsible for content moderation. How big was the organization in Twitter that was actually working with campaigns? I couldn't say for sure. Did you ever have any contact with the DNC? Directly? No, I did not. Did anybody at Twitter have any contact with anybody at the DNC? I think it's likely that somebody at Twitter did, yes. I think it's likely that people at Twitter were working with the DNC and the Biden uh, regime in order to artificially boost Joe Biden. Go ahead and check out Joe Biden's Twitter account. You can go check it out. We'll play you the next clip of MTG actually absolutely going flames on. We'll show you what fake looks like, what a fake account looks like. Joe Biden has some like 36 million Twitter followers. And he gets the engagement of like a 12-year-old who's posting photos of their favorite Pokemon. Uh, Joe Biden's Twitter account is fake. So what Twitter was used for, and we're going to just state this one more time, Twitter was used to create an alternate reality, much like the reality that Joe Biden screams about at the State of the Union, a fake reality, a clown world, a ghost world, where leftists had artificially boosted accounts, contents, and followers, artificially boosted engagement, and conservatives were locked in prisons, jail cells, and could not get amplified could not go viral, could not be seen, deleted, depersoned. This is the antithesis of the First Amendment. It is a violation of our Constitution. Most of these people should be in prison. I think MTG would put them there if she could. Watch. Mr. Baker, Ms. Gaddy, Mr. Roth, and Ms. Navaroli, you can consider your speech canceled during my time because you canceled mine. You see, you permanently banned my personal Twitter account and it was my campaign account also. So let's talk about election interference, shall we? January 2nd, 2002, you permanently banned my Twitter account. This was the account that I would put my campaign ads on, raise money on, fight back when attacked with lies, and be able to talk to my voters in my district. But you banned it. And then let me explain. My account was not reinstated until November 21st, 2022. That was after my election on November 8th. You know, at your company or your former company where you worked, Twitter employees, over 98% of them donate to Democrats. So while you coordinated with DHS, the FBI, the CIA, our government, and outside groups to permanently ban, shadow ban conservative Americans and candidates like me, and the former president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, you were censoring and wrongfully violating our First Amendment free speech rights. Guess what? None of you hold security clearances. None of you are elected. And none of you represent 750,000 people like I do. Based. Based. Way to go. Marjorie Taylor Greene, man. That is... Ah. She's killing it right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene is bringing that meme energy to Congress, throwing up the photo of them banning her account. 
By the way, I mean, like there should be criminal penalties to that. That is the definition of election interference, taking a person standing for federal office or any office and then deleting their ability to reach the people that may elect them, their voters. I mean, that is, that is definitionally election interference. So I'm so glad that Twitter is getting the business. Uh, what do the Democrats have to offer in a retort here? What exactly do Democrats have to offer exactly? Um Hmm. Let's see. Let's go ahead and check in. We're talking about deep benches here, right? We're talking about who's the next person coming up. Who are the young energy that you got? We just showed you Byron Donald's shadow boxing, showed you MTG getting in there, rumble in the jungle. Of course, you got the old salts. You got Comer and you got Jordan. They've done good jobs. Wow. This is this is this is looking good for our party. Okay. We got some young energy. We got some a little older energy, seasoned energy. Wow. We're gonna have a great team here. What does Democrats got? Uh. A bartender. Go. Miss Navaroli, are you familiar with the account Libs of TikTok? I have heard of it from the news, yes. Um, Mr. Roth, are you familiar with this account? Yes, ma'am, I am. Are you aware from that from August 11th to August 16th, that account posted false information about Boston Children's Hospital, claiming that they were providing hysterectomies to children? Yes, I am aware of that and other claims from the account. And are you aware that this lie was then circulated by other prominent far-right influencers? Yes. And are you aware that all these claims, uh, which I have reiterated, were false, culminated in a real-life harassment and ultimately a bomb threat to the Boston Children's Hospital? Yes, I am aware. And this account is still on that platform today, isn't it? Regrettably, yes, it is. Despite inspiring a bomb threat due to the right-wing incitement of violence against trans Americans in this country. Wait, she's going after libs of TikTok? So the best that the left has to throw at this story, which is the Twitter files, is the bombshell story, bombshell stories of how your government security agencies and law enforcement agencies created a fake world, a ghost world that was run by them. The definition of fascism, the deep state infusion with private enterprise in order to oppress free citizens, that is fascistic. That is fascism by every definition. That's what they do in communist China. That's what they did in Nazi Germany. That's what they do in Mussolini's Italy. That is fascism. So this bombshell story of fascism and AOC is simping for them. AOC is simping for them and saying that Hunter Biden's laptop, after all of this, isn't real. Her and Nancy, she must have been mixing the cocktails for Nancy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because you got to be blackout to say this. Watch. So they've dragged a social media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story? <laughs> what? Wait, what is half-fake? Exactly. You really like illuminate for us, uh, AOC. What is half fake, man? This is going to be wild. This is going to be so much fun, and more importantly, this is going to have real world consequences because the people at the FBI are watching their old friend Jim Baker, 
get just absolutely uh, uh, filleted here by Jim Jordan. I mean, yo, you are talking about just a complete and total brutality. So this guy named Jim Baker, he used to be some FBI lawyer. And then he went over to work for Twitter as Twitter's head uh, of counsel, chief counsel. And so he gets dragged in. And then he's the one who's actually not only allowing so many FBI agents and so many FBI informants and so many FBI protocols to go on inside of Twitter, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of the U.S. US government and a U.S. intelligence operation, a PSYOP by definition, fascistic PSYOP by definition. But Jim Baker is not only that, but he's hanging around whilst Elon Musk is acquiring the company and trying to prevent the release of the Twitter files. Whoa. And this guy is just getting the absolute hammer, hammer in Congress. Watch. Well, to the gentleman from, uh, I think, the, I think, Ohio. I think the chair for yearly, Mr. Baker, you said you didn't talk with the FBI that day. Did you talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to then or after that day? I, um, I'm trying to make sure I can answer this question consistent with the restrictions that I talked about in my opening. Simple question. You yeah. talked to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story. I do. To the best of my recollection, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story uh, before that day. Did you talk to him after it? You said your, your, don't your, response is real, your response is real specific to the chairman. You said, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story that day. I assume that day is October 14th. I want to know if you talked to him on the 13th or before or if you talked to him on the 15th and after. I don't recall speaking to the FBI sitting here today. I don't recall speaking to the FBI at all about the Hunter Biden matter. Well, then why would you, answer, you answer it the way you did? I beg your pardon? Uh, I yield back to And I love watching them squirm. You're going to see a lot more of this. This is, of course, breaking right now. This is happening. This is ongoing, this hearing. Uh, they're going to be here all day, and so we're going to have a big coverage of it tomorrow. We'll definitely bring on our Twitter expert, ALX, uh, the legend ALX, legendary. ALX to talk about it in a Twitter update, and we will have uh, all of that coverage for you, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow. Please, please do not lose hope. There is so much good energy on our side. There are so many good things happening. There is hope that springs eternal every single day, especially if you know where to look and especially if you know where to find it. And we thank you for watching our show. We thank you so much for liking our content and for sharing our content. We're seeing like just a, an incredible an incredible uh, force of nature that is being built around what we're doing here. And we're like so proud of it because all we do every single day is try and put together something uh, that we would want to watch. Like we want to work for you and we want to bring you the news that is incredibly important to you. Maybe you laugh a little bit, maybe you're crying a little bit, but by liking and sharing and subscribing, you support us. And so we deeply, deeply appreciate it. We deeply thank you. We always want to leave you with something that is uplifting ladies and gentlemen. And so we go, depending on the news cycle, you can't always find uplifting news, but you can always find it in the scriptures. We have a verse of the day here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever shall believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Very good when you hear all of the uh, John three sixteen, one of the most famous, perhaps the most famous Bible verse, sort of sums up the entire New and Old Testament there in one verse. Uh, uh, when you hear Joe Biden lie, when you hear these people viciously seethe, when you hear them like try and scream like demons and cling to power and worship Satan at the Grammys, eh, just remember there is an eternal truth and that these people uh, are uh, uh, trying and failing and they will fail 
uh, to replace God with government, with themselves. And they're going to lose and we're going to win. And it's a very special thing to walk through your day with. It gives you a little bit of gives you a little bit of swagger, a little bit of swagger, kind of like the swagger that Donald Trump had when he got the entire squad to applaud for him. I mean, it's such a beautiful clip. We might as well play it one more time to send us out. Donald Trump getting AOC, Rashida Tlaib, and Ilhan Omar to clap for him and go, orange man, orange man, good. Huh? Man, let's get back to this America. Watch. No one has benefited more from a thriving economy than women who have filled 58% of the newly created jobs last year. supposed to do that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You weren't supposed to do that. Who wants that back? Who wants that back? I'm talking that energy, baby. I'm talking that energy. They're going to fight it out. People are going to fight it out in the primaries. I trust the primary voters. It's good. The fight is good. The battle is good. The brutality is good. Politics is pain. It's good to fight. It's good to make a choice. And it's good to have the strongest people lead us. But ladies and gentlemen, I want that back. I want that energy back. Right? Donald Trump borderline trolling Democrats and the squad into cheering for him. Yo, that's the America that I can stand uh, up for. And that's the America that we fight for every single day on this program. We fight for America because we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. These are the things that we uh, care about. And these are our driving North Star on this show. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we fight for America because America is the greatest country in the world and it's worth fighting for. So keep fighting. Keep memeing. Keep laughing. Keep criticizing. We'll be fighting right alongside with you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.